Ireland's National College of Art and Design at Kildare Street, Dublin, was the scene of heated controversy and disturbance in the late 60s and early 70s. A new director was appointed just over a year ago. Since then, the college has been out of the headlines as a trouble spot. Tonight's programme is a progress report on the work of the new director. Jonah Jones, a Welshman, first came to Dublin to help the College of Art pick a new director. It turned out that he was offered the job himself. Why did he accept? Uh, well, first of all, uh, having seen the college in 1974, having heard uh, some of its recent history, uh, having seen the, the, the proposed establishment and having seen the new candidates for the new posts and the new appointments, it seemed to me to present one of the challenges in Europe at the moment, and this has always been the case with art and design in Europe. It's a very volatile subject, and things emerge um, quite spontaneously in different parts of the world. Nobody knows why, for instance, Germany should be the centre in 1920, the Royal College should emerge in the 50s in London, uh, why France, in fact, should be so strong in the fine arts. It seemed to me that uh, given the world's uh, situation at the moment, uh, the haves and have-nots, the tensions between small nations and large groups, uh, that Ireland's in a very strange situation, a very uh, unique situation, uh, with unique opportunities, and art and design was among them. So that this altogether represented a challenge that, that, seems, that seemed to me very tempting. And it's interesting to know that people have come over from the rather lucrative Houghton scales, as they're called, uh, the, the great salaries in the United Kingdom, and elsewhere, uh, because of this challenge, uh, receiving a lesser pay, but more interested in the challenge and the opportunities for education that lie ahead. So really, you inherited a situation that was in fact quite backward as far as the rest of Europe is concerned. Uh, well, I wouldn't like to use the word backward, uh, but I perhaps use the word unfortunate, because it's not always a, a difficult uh, situation to control. Uh, first of all, as I say, I repeat, it is a very volatile subject, and nobody seems to be able to ordain what should happen in art and design or in, in the education of it. No, it uh, perhaps had gone, as we say in Wales, you know, when at the end of the, the, the tourist season, I live in North Wales, it's gone very quiet. <laughs> and I think the college had gone very quiet. Um, and uh, that was unfortunate, uh, but this happens, and this happened to all colleges. And it, of course, engendered trouble because uh, people live at different paces and different tensions. The students had heard about things happening elsewhere and wanted to be in on it. Uh, certain members of staff wanted it. Um, I think most members wanted it. It was difficult to generate it. And in addition, of course, there, there weren't the resources at the time to do all this. So I wouldn't say it was mm. backward, mm. but it was unlucky in that it was caught out. There's still a lot of confusion as to what exactly the, the row was about. And I don't want to go back over, you know, over old troubles and all the, the details up all over again. But um, if you could summarize for us what uh, the row was all about. Yes, I... Uh, First of all, it's impossible to summarize any human quarrel. There are always two sides. Uh, but as far as I can, as an outsider, I would say that it was concerned with the polarities of opinion uh, of what art is about. There are certain academic opinions. There are certain avant-garde opinions. Uh, the 20th century seems to have an inbuilt avant-garde in all its arts. And um, uh, this was the debate. Uh, now, unfortunately, the structure as it was didn't enable this to be aired in the right way, I think. And in fact, people polarized and politicized. That was unfortunate. Uh, that's why I say the college wasn't backward. It was unlucky in a situation. It was caught out. And now, when you've got a large staff, this can be debated and aired, and this wasn't possible. 
So you didn't have the, the political structures to, to have the kind of yes. debate carried on. Yes, if you're talking about the political structures uh, that are possible with a larger community, then no, it didn't have them. Uh, of course, I'm talking about academic politics and, mm -hmm. and not the uh, politics that happen over the, the square there. And the substance of the debate was what art and design were about? I would uh, summarize it as that, yes. And this, of course, then becomes wrapped up in personalities. Uh, and this, of course, is most unfortunate. And this was, of course, the kind of situation you inherited uh, with, with the, the problems with, with regard to personalities. How, how has that worked out for you? I have no idea. I just go about it, you know, in um, an easygoing way, I think. I like people. I think a few people like me, and um, I, I, I think I've been lucky where the former structure wasn't. First of all, of course, I didn't only inherit, as you call them, troubles. Remember that I inherited the opportunity to appoint new staff, uh, so that, in fact, I've had luck all the way. I've still got problems. I don't hide them. I mean, these things won't be cleared up in a day. That suggests a picture, though, where you have you inherited certain staff mm. from, from the old regime, if you like, yes. and uh, you have the staff that you appointed yourself. Now, that yes. on the face of it would suggest um, certain unease. Oh, I think so, and of course this is inevitable. In the first place, um, art and design is not only volatile, but it's dependent on strange ingredients. If we take the example of the Bauhaus in Germany, uh, and art and design is very strong in Germany at the moment, there's been a not only a substructure of strength in politics and support for it, but in history. In the 1920s, there was a gathering of people in Germany which engendered the Bauhaus. Now, that, that was a marvellous historic debate in art and design education. Uh, but they were nearly all foreigners. Now, any uh, good German, of course, uh, must have resented this. But it's amazing what it engendered. It was a blend of, of the, the natives, the nationals, and of outsiders, people like Kandinsky and Paul Clay and so on and so forth. I think this must happen for a time, but of course, ideally, what we want is a strong academic structure in art and design education throughout Ireland, not just here, which in turn will engender strength so that most of it will be, in fact, Irish. That's how it ought to be, ideally. But at the moment, I don't think the strength is there because really, let's face it, and let's be honest about this, there's been 50 years of neglect in this particular area of design right across the board. I mean primary level, secondary level, uh, third level, and also, of course, community neglect. I don't think government has cared enough. I don't think the civil service has cared enough. Individuals have, uh, individuals in those bodies. Uh, but there's never been a corporate strength behind art and design education because education has been regarded as an avenue to careers. Art and design has been regarded as a province of uh, perhaps a bourgeois elitism, uh, nice uh, salon gatherings and so on, and perhaps uh, playgroups. I don't think you've, you've really approached it seriously. Well, how do you see the role of the College of Art, specifically in that overall mix? Well, I think the National College of Art must be, like government, uh, the, the college uh, that the nation deserves. In other words, I'd like to see something emerging. I wouldn't like to impose anything from the top. This is not the top. I would like to see the National College of Art as part of a national structure in art and design education. And by that I mean involvement with other colleges throughout the country and with schools. Now we've already started a, a, a strong program and a radical program in the training of art teachers and this will feed back. Now that's started at once. We've only had the professor four weeks but it's amazing how much work that man's put in in four weeks. He came to me this morning 
and said, I want to see you tomorrow about the new course in BA that I propose, Bachelor of Education. Uh, I said, have you written it? No, I haven't started it yet, he said, but I'll, it'll be ready tomorrow. Just a draft, he said. Have a look at it. Now, that's the sort of spirit I want, and that's the sort of thing we need, and, and I'm getting it from old and new staff now. They're all mucking in, and I think the college will have a new look. Have you encountered much resentment uh, by virtue of the fact that you're a foreigner? Yes, I have some. This is only natural. Even in Wales, for instance, I come from North Wales, we call the South Walians hunturion, which means <laughs> foreigners. I think this is perfectly natural. I think it's necessary. I think it's something we have to bear, both sides. And it's amazing how well people get on. It depends very much on personalities. I refuse to get into the politics of nationalism, uh, but I do understand the personality uh, involved. And uh, it does present some difficulties, but that is a matter of getting good courses off the ground and getting to work. I think we are. What kind of tenure do you have here? What's your arrangement? Oh, mine's only a short-term tenure, really. I have a three- to five-year contract, uh, and I view it as that. Uh, I want to get through as much work as I can in that time. If, after that, it's felt that I'm of any value to the college, people might keep me. But, in fact, I have no security beyond five years. You mentioned the fact that the great debate in the past was about what art and design were about. Uh, now, how do you see this question? Yes. What, what to you is art and design about? Yes, I think really this is crucial to the whole situation at the college. I think it was very narrowed, very narrowed indeed, because, you see, there were painting, sculpture, and design, those three faculties. They were running very well, I think, uh, but they weren't extending into areas that are proper to the 20th century, in my opinion. Fine art, for instance, has changed radically in recent times. And in design, we must remember that it is more than craft which is concerned with what has been called the workmanship of risk, those one-off jobs that um, potters bring out, silversmiths and so on and so forth, glass. It's concerned more with the gross national product, and this had been neglected throughout the Republic. There had been no input of expert designers into any area of industrial design. There had been some into graphics, and there's always been a tradition here, and that goes very well at the college and is continuing. We're extending that into the broader areas of communications and the media. We are establishing industrial design, engineering, at once, if we can, in 1976. We hope to extend the courses into all sorts of design for industry, and this hasn't happened before. In addition, uh, the attitude to education, that is, the, the teaching of children, in visual terms, had been limited, and Professor Huntley has already written out a program which vastly extends the approach to this as a total approach to education. We've always thought, I think, in both Wales and in Ireland, in terms only of numeracy and literacy, and that was thought to be education, but in fact there's a whole visual area of awareness of response to life, to the environment, to other people, which are visual, and which link up with other arts, with um, drama and movement and dance and music. Uh, this is, hasn't been explored as fully as I would like, and it's an area that we would like to explore. It's concerned with the development of the personality through visual terms. And it's almost, for me, a third, if you like to make numeracy and literacy the other two thirds, you could say, therefore, that two-thirds of 
education in Ireland has been fostered and one-third neglected. So that again was a limitation which we hope to put right. Are you encountering much resistance to that view about education within no, the college? No, I, I'm not. I find that everybody's responding and I find there's a great relief in certain areas outside the college that these views are taken and being implemented. As Jonah Jones pointed out there, industrial design has been very much neglected in the past. One of his first appointments, that of deputy director, was David Sherlock, an industrial designer. What direction does he think the college should take? It's very complex. Um, you know, it, it varies, obviously, according to what particular area we're talking about. I mean, the lumping together of art and design is um, partly a historical thing anyway. Um, I think we're talking about qualitative development um, in all respects. Uh, there were a number of things which obviously needed attention. One of them was industrial design in this college, and in this country generally, in fact. Um, there was, and is at the moment, no industrial design course. So that uh, one of the things that we have to do is to provide an industrial design course which has international credibility and which uh, the technological level of expertise that's, that students gain on the course is, is of an acceptable level to allow them to operate in Irish industry. Um, Apart from that, I think we're talking really about uh, a build-up of expertise in the country, of professional expertise, um, which allows Ireland to express itself by the products that it produces. What do you say to the view that, that industrial design oughtn't to come under the umbrella of a college of art at all, but ought to be located in the university where you have engineering faculties and so on? Yeah, uh, often expressed. I think it was probably most often expressed because the college was moribund at the time. Um, traditionally, industrial design courses have been in colleges of art, and I think that the general creative atmosphere of a college of art is probably entirely appropriate. Um, it's very easy to produce courses which uh, are rigid and produce fairly stodgy people at the end. And um, that's an affliction of both engineering and architecture courses, you know, as well as uh, art colleges. Um, the difficulty of designing an industrial design course is that you have a certain amount of hard information which you have to impart um, without destroying the capacity for lateral thinking um, in the student. So that uh, I think that the, the atmosphere of an art college, the contact with other students, um, is very valuable in that respect. There also seems to be quite a degree of, of, of disagreement as to what design actually is. How, how do you see it? <laughs> Again, it varies rather according to what you're designing. Um, I think that there's a good definition, in fact, which arises out of a book by David Pye when he was, in fact, seeking to define craftsmanship. And he talks about the craftsmanship of risk and the craftsmanship of certainty. And the craftsmanship of certainty is... It seems to me the area of industrial design where in fact you are designing systems which predict the performance of objects which satisfy social needs or attempt to satisfy social needs. Um, so in other words, the kind of disciplines that a course is concerned with are predictive disciplines like mathematics, like computing, um, means of imparting information to third parties like technical drawing and so forth, uh, rather than the craft skill which is concerned in the workmanship of risk where there is a dialogue, constant dialogue between the maker and the object that he's making. Um, 
so that I think you know, design is, is concerned with producing objects which are manufactured in quantity. Design, as, as we understand it, and are developing it in this college. Have you encountered uh, many problems since you're coming here in terms of, of the attitudes of people who'd been teaching here for some time, in terms of having dialogue with them about what you were trying to do and so on? I think there was uh, bound to be a lot of resistance, but far less resistance, in fact, or, or resentment than one anticipated. Um, when I was appointed in October, um, obviously there was a dialogue between Jonah Jones and myself. Jonah had taken the job up, and there were all sorts of problems um, which the college had inherited over many years, which I was aware of on a day-to-day -day basis. and. Uh, they sounded very formidable, and uh, I flew in on January the 6th expecting all sorts of brouhaha, none of which has emerged, uh, which surprised me somewhat, I think. <laughs> um, I think we've not been obviously without our problems. I imagine that problems will continue as they do in all human institutions, but um, certainly I think there's been a tremendous level of uh, accommodation, cooperation, and so on, and, and we would hope that that would continue. Yes, but on top of that, you have the problems occurring at a philosophical level as to what um, art and design itself is about. Have you encountered much...? Uh, well, I think it would be a terrible thing if we weren't arguing about that. I mean, all art colleges, uh, and in fact all live institutions, argue about what they're about, and that's how they evolve. Um, if they are constant, set institutions, then they cease, uh, have ceased to produce creative people. It's the, the constant flux and, and, and yeah. turmoil that, yeah. that makes it's, it. Yeah, it's contrast and, and, and the, the grit in the works. You know, a certain amount of grit in the works is absolutely essential if you're going to produce anything worthwhile. What have you thought of the students from that point of view? Incredibly cooperative, very good. Um, I think that the students realised, um, probably before anybody else, that uh, confrontation had come to an end. Um, one of the first jobs that I had to do was negotiating with the students a new uh, constitution for a students' union, and that was a, a very pleasant and very easy process, in fact. And uh, I think we've never really come near con uh, confrontation since that time. That um, they are committed to a process of dialogue and a process of qualitative improvement. Um, we were talking the other day about the difference between this academic year and last academic year. Uh, last academic year was a, a year of fireworks in many respects. That all sorts of new things were happening. And uh, from the external point of view, if you like, this year is going to be a boring year. Mm. Um, that We all hope there's nothing happening that is, is, is outwardly perceptible because this year is about hard work and um, everybody improving standards in the sort of detailed day-to-day -day way. Uh, that doesn't make good press, but in fact builds good art colleges. Mm. What kind of people are you getting into industrial design? Because um, in the past, one felt that people coming into colleges of art came with perhaps a certain uh, ability, certain skills in drawing and yeah. the like. What, yeah. what kind of people are you getting into this area now? Well, we haven't, um, you know, I would emphasize that we haven't recruited as yet. We are hoping to start in September 76. Uh, we've had a lot of inquiries from people who I think are probably entering the traditional art system anyway, but probably are more numerate than the average. 
um, we'll be looking for a higher degree of numeracy than we have been able to expect in the past. I mean, we're going to be looking for a couple of C grades at honours level in the Leaving Certificate, one of which is going to um, show numeracy, in other words, mathematics, physics, chemistry, that sort of discipline, and one of which demonstrates the use of language. Um, not really because we think that that is, you know, it's not necessary in terms of respectability of the course, but it is necessary in order for people to do the work. So that you're right in, in, in saying that we're looking for a slightly different kind of animal. Um, but I would think not radically different. Mm. You know, um, somebody who has taken his expertise in a slightly different direction, but not, not um, still going to be primarily a creative, a creative person. Yes, I suppose there is the danger that the, the imaginative component in design would could be lost sight of, given the, the new shift of emphasis. Yes, yeah, I think we obviously worry about this, and it's something that one worries about um, in courses where you do have a degree of, of hard subject, um, where in fact that it's not possible for the person to be creative all the time. You're hoping uh, to produce, as you say, industrial designers. What other kind of designers? Well, we are looking at the um, clothing textiles industry. We've done uh, a number of um, sort of small surveys at this point in time of the industry to see what the market would be for designers in this area. At the moment, the college produces really very few people each year in basically handloom weaving and printed textiles and a little bit of fashion. We would like to see an integrated fashion and textiles course and I think that we will be going ahead with that in the near future. Um, we're certainly doing some work in that direction this year, and we've taken students to do that. Um, the numbers, as I say at the moment, we're working with people to find out how many we, we think that we could employ in this country. Um, the other main area, or the two main other areas, are product design, which is a build-up, really, of the traditional craft areas that we had, where, when we were talking about the workmanship of risk earlier, um, we would be interested in that sort of area. The, there is an area of small products which are strongly influenced by individual craftsmanship, ceramics, glass, the traditional kind of industries, um, and we are interested in that area. We're also interested in the communications area. We had a graphic design course which I think produced excellent students um, in small numbers, again, uh, we would be hoping to enrich that program by the addition of uh, photography, video, television design generally, theatre, you know, spreading out the whole idea of communications from a straightforward advertising graphics base which it originally had. I think that you know, those, those would be the main areas until we move into a new college, which we would hope would be fairly soon. <laughs> the views of Deputy Director David Sherlock over the years, the students have complained about not having a sufficient say in the running of the College of Art. What do they feel about the new regime? The Students' Union representative is Tony Murray. It all began, again, like seven years ago. It came to a final head in 1970, but ever since we've been come, we have been coming to the tail end. But um, we hope a lot of that trouble is over. And the Students' Union last year was involved in setting up of, of an academic council which has appeals, procedures, examination, regulations and so it is a case like of dialogue. 
now instead of occupations there, were, there have been occupation in here for the past five years each year for the past five years we hope that situation is over are you happy with the kind of political machinery you have now uh we are happy with it uh, the only thing now is that it's becoming extremely involved and it takes up an awful lot of students and and teachers time but um it is it on the whole it is really good good yes what do you want? Well, what do the students want? Well, now you could say that the College of Art is almost a normal college, that it has the same same really problems that every university and third level education in Ireland has. We haven't got a proper grants. Uh, there are very few scholarships. Um, there's the student and and sort of staff ratio is not the best. We really want a comprehensive. Uh, education system. We want um, a national policy on art design education in Ireland. That is probably the major job that is, is facing the students' union and, and academic council this year is, is, is really the formulation of, of, of a national policy of art and design education. Well, do you hope to put uh, pressure on the authorities here in order to get that kind of uh, national it's policy? Not, it, it isn't a question of that now. We are both in like, agreement and there is and there is like a structure set up that uh, we uh, both sort of work on it together. It's not us and them. Uh, the pressure will be put on the Department of Education, uh, the NCEA, and universities. Really, um, we are in in like agreement that a policy is needed, and it's up to us in here to actually sit down and work it out ourselves. And that will happen. So it's really a, a joint enterprise with the, um, the college authorities. It's. Yeah, it is a joint en enterprise. It it isn't it isn't an enterprise. It is that students have have obviously got a right and obviously um, have 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 an awful lot to offer. So um, it is just a fact that it it is just the college authorities and the students union. Really, it isn't really an enterprise, enterprise as such. It is just formulating um, a national policy, and that will be done in in like our academic council. Do you find that the fact that there are new teachers here, appointed by, by the new director, and some teachers here from the previous period, do you think that creates any, any problems as far as your students are concerned? Uh, no, not for the students anymore. Um, it broke the old sort of monopoly that the, um, what you could say the RHA did have, have up to like a year ago. Um, the, only, the only thing we are afraid of now is that in instead of changing from an Irish academic thing that we could turn into an English school and that would not be suitable for Ireland. You talk about the importing of an English system in, in what exactly, what way do you mean English? Um, well, in the English system as, as, as it stands now, a student, he goes like, to a college of art, he does a year like foundation course, or maybe two years foundation course, then he tries and goes to a higher college, a sort of diploma college. He has to compete for that place. So, uh, and then he, he, she, he or she is accepted or not accepted. Uh, the college here seemed to be one, seemed to encourage this idea of having the National College of Art and Design a jewel in the crown of, of art education in Ireland, that the RTCs and 
the uh, the colleges of art around Ireland will be feeder courses, and like the good people will end up here, and then the second rate will um, end up like in the RTCs, and they'll become uh, our poor our poor brothers and sisters. Uh, the student union is obviously opposed to that. That it must be a national thing, and the idea of having one jewel in the crown which would be here is a very bad idea that is really uh, important the uh, English system and imposing it uh, onto an Irish situation which is which is really different Another student who has been active in college affairs is Joan Torsney she's been a member of the college board for the last year and a half while admitting that the situation generally has improved uh, she still has some reservations still feel and I think we all still feel there's an awful lot to be done you know like we've, in one way, we feel that everything, what sort of things have, uh, are now taken, being taken care of, but almost that we have lost the control, a, a certain amount of control, uh, and this may not be a good thing. You know, we have to. This, this is the very point in time that we have to be in there, and uh, you know, deciding what's going to happen from here. Did you find it in a way a confusing and heady experience? I mean, the fact that you didn't have a voice at all, and suddenly you find that that. Uh, have a voice in things. Um, yes. Uh, well, ju- just now, you know, when these committees have been set up, um, students that have been in the college, you know, over the past, say, fighting, you know, for various changes in the college in the pa- over the past three years, that they are now getting to their final years or have left. So we've got to, uh, you know, do a job on the new students coming in, and. Uh, you know, it, it is a problem, like getting, you know, now the students have become more or less apathetic because they haven't got the same sort of, things are not so terrible, you know, that they're, they're fighting, you know, against them, that things are sort of okay and they're inclined to be, that's inclined to make people apathetic. So we have a problem getting people to sort of, uh, you know, to speak out and getting themselves involved. Among the people who have taught in the College of Art under the old and the new regimes are Kenneth Dolan, Tom Gunn and Donal O'Moruchu. Kenneth Dolan is assistant lecturer in the pre-diploma course. I think we are more progressive now, definitely. Um, We are still very short of funds, which uh, I think all the educational establishments are at the moment. Um, We have opened many new facets of direction within the college since the new regime took over. There's a few things that I, I miss from the old regime, regime, if one likes to call it that. Um, there was, at one stage, a very nice air of... Um, it's, hard, it's hard to put it down, really. I should have thought of this before. Uh, the informality, um, perhaps? No? Informality um, was there, yeah. It would, that, that would cover it, really. That uh, there was a, a closeness... Less business-like. Less business-like mm-hmm. attitude. Um, less, well, jargon is a, a bad word, but there seems to be quite a lot of jargon involved in in the place at the moment. That Do you think uh, in a way that this is the kind of price that uh, you have to pay um, for a, a professionalising of a... a yes, it probably school. is. It probably is. But it's something you miss? It's something I miss. Is this something you find wi- with other teachers? Uh, it's um, the same thing. I think that, yeah, that could be said too. Um, plus the fact I think some students miss it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, many of them weren't so used to rigid timetabling, which they, they have now. And uh, 
most of them don't expect the amount of work that they encounter when they do come in, you know. I think a normal outsider's attitude is that, you know, the people that are attending the College of Art just don't do anything you know, all day. <laughs> but they do, they have a very rigid timetable. Tom Gunn is in charge of the photography department. Well, it's rather hard to really equate between the old and the new because you've had a gradual change taking place over the years. And uh, from the time that On Board took office in 1972, we have been moving towards a new academic structure that has now been visited on us with the requisite appointments. We had to carry on for a number of years without a director. And this was rather interesting time as such because during this time a lot of the physical requirements of the college were put to rights whereas the academic requirements actually at that stage were still really on the drawing board. It is now however with the new directors and the faculty structures and positions that we're now dealing with the academic requirements but from 1972 really until the present day there had to be great emphasis on updating the college which had been very very much neglected for 50 years it was really ramshackle, and to put a semblance of order onto it where students could study has taken quite a lot of energy. Donal O'Muraku has been Professor of Sculpture at the College for a number of years. Well, this is, uh, again, the director's only here a comparatively short time, you know, and our, the impetus of, of our activity is continuous and has been. Uh, I don't suppose any marked changes would take place for a considerable time. Mm. But do you see even the beginning of changes? Uh, well, what I see in general is something that is, has, has been taking place, as I say, over a number of years. Uh, and that is that I think we are becoming more aware of the possibility of identity in the work we do, you know? You mean by that? I mean by that that we may be relying more on uh, our own sources of, for instance, material-wise, our stones here, the native stone, and uh, I think I could definitely say that we are taking a greater interest within the last number of years in uh, ex native expressions of the past and the not-too-distant past in the working of native materials. This as distinct from, from, from what went before? Uh, yes, I think there's a general awakening. Of course, we have the corresponding or parallel awakening in, in music and traditional uh, feeling for the significance of tradition. Is this something you feel that the new regime encourages? Well, I think it's there already. It is there already and has been there for a considerable number of years. Perhaps not all that evident, but... Um, but is it something that you think is being encouraged now? Well, I'd say that it, it, it doesn't even want encouragement at the moment. It has its own impetus from within, from within the thinking of, of our students and our workers, you know. But what of the new appointments to the teaching staff? Ian Huntley is reorganising a postgraduate course for teachers of art and design. Yeah, we're concerned with environmental issues and how you relate, let's say, creative training to society in general. Um, we're interested in methods of architectural discovery, um, 
how a creative person can relate to society in general. Mm. In fact, it's very, very wide-ranging. Indeed. Indeed it is. In fact, we're beginning to explore the boundaries of creativity. In fact, it, uh, obviously, something's very difficult to program for because you... you At present, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, this is vo a void, really, of self-discovery, if you like. Um, society is changing and education consequently has to adapt and these people have to find a useful creative function in potential society. What kind of teaching method do you use in, in the course itself? Uh, we work at several levels at present. Many of them are engaged on trying to form some sequential learning process which they can take into schools, so that's basically philosophical. They're also working at a practical level where they're working in material that they may be very well aware of and at times material that they haven't used before, again broadening their boundaries. I just see in that document in your hand, under principles of teaching, you say in the handling of the history of art, the following points are stressed, the local environment as, as, as a starting yeah. point. Yes, I'm very concerned that, that we, in, the, in this business, whatever that may be, um, begin to relate to society more directly. Um, I feel that our function has yet seriously to be thought out. Um, a knowledge and understanding of the life of Rembrandt, whilst that's important, isn't critical. Well, a knowledge of environmental problems, I think, is very critical to future society. And we, indeed, we have an important role to play. And do you feel that art historical material ought to be closely related to, to the practical classes? They have to have a background, mm -hmm. which will be based on understanding the past, as well as the present and hopefully the future. Yeah, I see in your document that you have again a heading where you stress the, what you call the, the thematic approach. And what do you mean exactly by that? Exploring given problems and coming up with better solutions to them, more inventive solutions to them. And this is what this course is in the end about, finding we're talking about imagination, curiosity, inventiveness, and how you relate that to young people. Because many young people, and I think particularly in this country, see creative things as a waste of time in many ways, that academic pursuits are important and creative things aren't necessarily. Well, I would hope that eventually in schools they see that creativity could be the very centre of an educational process instead of being a peripheral thing. Another newcomer to the teaching staff is Campbell Bruce, Professor of Fine Arts. I think it's very difficult to talk of new thinking. The, the thinking is there, the need is there, it's finding a channel of putting it through. If the result appears new, well, maybe it is, but it, one didn't, I didn't set out to make a new situation. I had a belief about art, and I still have that belief about art, and it's a question of finding the indigenous thing and allowing it to grow. It's going to take three, four, five years even before it will really be what I think it could be. You say you have a, a belief about art? Yep. Uh, that being? It's difficult to pin down. It's, it's to say that every individual has a creative potential, and for that to develop, you need a certain atmosphere, a certain, um, if you like, soil for it to grow in. And I'm trying to create that soil. You need space, you need trust, and you need confidence. The kind of people I suppose in the past that traditionally would come into a school like this would be people who would show particular aptitudes in terms of drawing or painting at their at secondary school level. Um, and presumably would have a, a particular idea uh, in their minds that they wanted to, to develop that skill and become you know, good professional painters, which uh, I suppose tends to limit what, what can be done in the area of the fine arts. Well, I, I think we're being much too general. Um, 
I think the situation that I'm most experiencing is Britain. Um, but what I've found here is that, in fact, all schools do not teach art. Um, I believe a lot of the people who came in came from particular areas of society. This is due basically to financial reasons. They couldn't afford to come. Um, there are scholarships. There's not nearly enough. I don't want to enter into a, um, a large discussion about whether students should have grants or not. I think if someone really wants to do something, they will do it. But equally, some students are so deprived from, because of the homes they come from, because of the lack of edu education in art. And they need all the support they can get. It's as simple as that. But how you do it, how you decide, I mean, I think this is, this is something that each country decides for itself. I don't think there's any general system which can be applied across the board. But do you think the intake of people should be wider than it? Than, uh, I'd like to see it from a, a wider social class, yes. Campbell Bruce suggested there that it will take four to five years to get a revitalized College of Art underway. One factor that should help that process considerably is the acquisition by the College of its new home. We'll leave the final word to Jonah Jones. Well, I have strong views here, but of course I have no right. Uh, that is a decision for a board and uh, the government. Uh, but if you want my private opinions, I would like to see, because of the views previously expressed, the art uh, college as an integral part of the community. I would not like to see a college which requires a student or a staff member to come in and have to change buses to get out to it again. By that I mean it should be central. I would also like to see it involved in the community. I would also like to see, instead of a new building, you know, one of these new aquaria that are built all around cities peripherally these days, I would like to see the resuscitation of an old building in the same spirit as Architectural Heritage Year, which took place this year. It's not a matter just of caring or of giving a cosmetic facelift uh, to something in Merrion Square. I think it's a matter of actually resuscitating an old building and using its very heart and keeping things at the heart of the community. I have a complex very much in mind. Mm -hmm. uh, for instance, uh, I believe that this is the last year of distilling whiskey at Powers. I'd be very interested in a complex like that. I've had a look at the building. It's amazing. That thing is built of cast iron and brick. It has wonderful grain drying floors. Uh, it has wonderful remnants of industrial archaeology, which would make at once uh, an industrial museum. It has the capacity also and the size to make a community arts centre. I'd like to see a triple consideration like that. An art college, an industrial museum, do you realise there are wonderful machines like beam engines there with the old mahogany lagging on them and snifters and all these wonderful bits of industrial machinery still there? Do you realise that Mr Powers' early hobby horse is still hanging there that he must have used in the days of the French Revolution, well, 1795? All that is there to be preserved. It would make a marvellous museum and tourist attraction as well. And there is a capacity for bringing the community in because we'd like to be involved. I would like to see more involvement with the community, with the handicapped, with the people, uh, with children, with the old, and with continuous education, and with the central capacity to provide in-service training, to rehabilitate teachers that have been out in the field for years. All this sort of thing is possible. And I think it would be best possible in the centre and in an old building that has some heart and soul to it.